welcome to a special I See You spoiler issue of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters on fairly labeled villains and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as the so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Mike. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. It's Thanks for coming pleasure. on. Thank you for being here for this special, special day. And of course, our fearless leader, Steve. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm feeling very villainous. Ready for the spoiler. Oh, going to be delightful. So, spoiler. That is exactly what the ICU segment is all about. So let's let's get right to it. Who are we spoiling tonight, Steve? Well, FFG uh, and Evan at Marketing was kind enough to give us not one spoiler, but two. Yeah, you heard it right. We get two spoilers. Uh, that's that's, FFG... that's inconceivable. Yeah, well, all those hero folks out there, they get one. Us villains get right. two. Uh, but the spoiler we have is going to come from the Rise of Red Skull box. So I want to take a second to remind people, in case they have forgotten or maybe they didn't see, just what Red Skull does because the mechanics uh, play a very important part on the spoiler card that we have. So I'm just going to read Red Skull real quick, all right? So Red Skull is a unique villain. He's got two scheme, zero attack. He's hydra-traded. And when Red Skull attacks, he gets plus one for each side scheme in play. Now, when we had Caleb mm -hmm. on, if you go back to issue 11, and Caleb was on, he told us that Red Skull has a very special side scheme deck. And it was revealed in a later card uh, called The Rise of Red Skull on his main scheme that it says. After resolving step one of the villain phase, reveal the top card of the side scheme deck and put it into play. Whoa. So every turn, there'll be at least one side scheme out for Red Skull to play with. Now, all of this is very important because the spoilers we have uh, play directly into this. So I'm excited to see how uh, the side scheme decks can work. I think Red Skull is going to be a great villain, but let, let's... Let's not keep the people waiting. Daniel, why don't you tell us our first card? Okay. Well, as you mentioned, the side schemes, they come out, fly out of that deck, apparently. And one of them we have here tonight, Steve, and that is the side scheme called the Sleeper Awakened. Rising from the Potomac River, the Sleeper has awakened to answer the Red Skull's summons. This scheme cannot leave play while the Sleeper is in play. When revealed, put the sleeper into play engage with the first player. When the sleeper is defeated, remove this card from the game. So, I imagine like all of those from that particular deck, no boost icons. It's not a crisis, it's not a hazard, it's not anything. It's just the thing that pumps up Red Skull's attack and gives us the sleeper, right? Yeah, there's no uh, threat on this sleeper awakened that you can thwart away. It's just got a dash right there. Yep, so that's, yep. pretty, that's pretty cool. 
Yep. But Steve, Mike, can I tell you guys this is the scariest card in the game? Why? You know why? It, it. I live next to the Potomac River. Oh man! Like, are you the sleeper? <laughs> <laughs> I am. No, but how did this guy get here? Yeah, he. I mean, he, really? He's been sleeping a long time under the river. Um, like, like, not surprisingly, I know nothing about this card, this the story of this. So, the sleeper. Let's look at the sleeper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. Mike, why don't you read the sleeper for us? Sure. The sleeper is a minion. It is elite, hydra, and robot traded. Could this be the second robot in the game? Yeah, it could be uh, Thomas Edison's giant robot. Yeah, I think it's the second one. One scheme, three attack, five health per player. He has guard, retaliate one, and toughness. When revealed, the sleeper engages the first player. When defeated, remove the sleeper from the game. And he has uh, what one one boost icon. Yeah, so we have the side scheme that puts the sleeper into play. We have the sleeper that keeps the side scheme into play, boosting Red Skull. Red Skull. So how would he get to the deck? He's got a boost icon. Yeah, so here's what I'm looking at. The Sleeper Awakened is Red Skull, number 24 of 28, but the Sleeper is number 6 of 28, and it has a boost icon. I don't know if the Sleeper is in the deck, if he's outside the game. Mm. Where, oh. Right? Maybe he comes into play normally. Maybe he's set aside as well. Well, that uh, boost icon, too, could be, like, future-proofing about any card that can manipulate the boost icon on a card or something like that. Yeah, if somebody um, had a way to discard the sleeper, he's not um, defeated, per se, right? You have to you have to get rid of all his health to defeat him. So he could end up back in the deck, maybe. Well, if you discard him, that side scheme would stay out, right? I would think so. Does it say specifically uh, defeat? It does. It says when defeated. Yeah. When defeated. Yeah. Yep. And this guy could have 20 health. Yeah. Plus That's guard. Gonna take a while. That's going to take a while. Yeah. yeah. Plus guard. Yeah. Plus guard. Retaliate yeah. one and toughness. You know, and like the first player could really come out wrong who that is. You know, yeah. like. Um, and that the, the best part of this too is we always complain that the, some of these minions never get a chance to do anything. But as we read from the Red Skull's main scheme, it's when the villain phase begins, you're going to put out a side scheme from the side scheme deck, which means the sleeper awakened side scheme comes out before oh, yes. minions attack. So then the oh, sleeper is going to come out, the minion's going to get a chance to attack at least I one time. I see what you're selling. All right. Yep. Yeah, well, the timing yeah, yeah. is just right. Mm. I, I'm looking at, I like him. The guard keyword has me wondering, because as a mechanic... Okay, maybe theme-wise, guard is good, because look how big he is. Of course he's a guard. Um, I wonder if not having guard would have given the players just that little bit of choice. Do I kill the sleeper or not? Whereas this pretty much says, no, I'm taking care of the sleeper. Gotta kill the sleeper. 
Yeah, now, yeah. in a multiplayer game, only the player he's engaged with has to kill the sleeper. Oh, that's right. Okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah. the other heroes could just leave their buddy to fend, with, fend for himself and, you know, go after Red Skull. Say, so, yeah, you right. deal with the sleeper. So uh, That wow. retaliates nice as well, I think. So. Yeah. I mm. like that large hit point pool and retaliate. That's good. Good. Even the toughness is nice. This guy's something else. Yeah, so this is also the first, well, I guess it's the second minion we see that has hit points based on the number of players. And the first one is Ronin that came out over Gen Con weekend in that, uh, in that print play. play. Yeah. yeah, I've still not uh, played that, but um, I've seen the cards. Woof. Yeah. That doesn't look easy. No, it, it, it definitely <laughs> ramps things up. It's fun. <laughs> well, so Steve... You've got some backstory on this cat, don't you? Like, who is this thing? Okay, so who is the sleeper? So it is a giant robot, and in the art that you'll see, it's as tall as the Washington Monument, just about. That's right. But uh, I did a little digging, and I had to really do some digging to find the sleeper. Um, He came out, it uh, was in Captain America Volume 5, Issue 20 and 21, uh, back in 2006. So it's relatively new. Okay. but the story behind it is it's basically this gigantic Nazi robot that the Red Skull made way back in World War II and hides, hence the sleeper, until he needed it. Um, so it's been hiding, in, th- in this case, our card's under the Potomac. Um, but in the comics, it's in uh, the river in London. So instead of Washington, D.C., it's it makes its appearance oh, first in, in, in London. Yeah, in the Thames. In this series, Red Skull is sharing the mind with General Lucan. We we also get to see in this issue, uh, these two issues, uh, Crossbones, who is going to be our first villain in the Rise of Red Skull box. So that's cool. And we also see Sin, who is Red Skull's daughter. Uh, during the during this, it's like a five or six issue run uh, of this little story. During the issue, Red Skull uses the sleeper to stop an attack on the Pronus building in London, which is a big trap for Captain America and Bucky, the Winter Soldier. But the whole thing, the whole like attack on the Cronus building and the rising of the sleeper and it's all just a giant ploy. It's a scheme within a scheme within a scheme, which seems to be perfect for Red Skull. How villainous. That it publicizes the damage that heroes do. Because uh, during the battle, the Captain America and Bucky do a lot of damage to London, trying to defeat the Sleeper. The Sleeper does all this damage. And it sort of uh, starts to push and facilitate the desire for the superpower registration act, which eventually leads to the civil war among the superheroes. Mm. So the sleeper might only last or survive for two issues total out of, you know, however many decades of Marvel comics, but it has a very, (laughs) has a very long lasting effect that really impacts the overall uh, story. Um, Well, I really, that makes me like his name a lot. Like I like the idea of this thing then. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. How did they get that to London or Washington? London would seem to be easier, but uh Yeah, London makes more sense, right? Um but I 
I don't know. Uh, so we don't know the story in The Rise of Red Skull. Obviously, the story is going to take place in uh, a different location, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be DC here. Uh, and we do have on both of our cards, we have artist credit. The two pictures that we get are not taken from the panels of the game. Uh, or from the comics. Sorry, not taken from the panels of the comics. But when you look at some of the panels, uh, it does very much look like uh, the art from the comics. So they do they do a nice job of emulating yeah. the art. So, Oh, it's not from the comics. Nope. Huh. It's, oh. they, they must have commissioned it just for these two because the story is taking place in D.C. instead of London. Is my right. Guess. Because yep. they are crediting the the artists now. Yep, I believe. I mean, those said. are those are two beloved monuments in the in the pictures. Because uh, pretty sure on the Sleeper Awakened, you're looking at a slice of the Lincoln Memorial. You're right. Or based on the circular thing in the, yeah, no, I think it's Lincoln. Could be Jefferson, but pretty sure it's Lincoln. Yeah, um, and these are two different artists too. Each card has yep. its own artist. Yep. Yep. Um, well, I, you know, I didn't know that Red Skull took place in my backyard. That's awesome. Yeah, he wow. must be really making inroads. So, wow. I mean, this is the center of evil, but I sure <laughs> it makes sense. Um, all right, this is a great little set. I'm really looking forward to how Red Skull himself is going to play out with this side scheme deck, and yeah, it. Um... It strikes me as uh, Fire in the Night for those who play the Lord of the Rings game in that oh, yeah. it's a scenario that deals out side quests like crazy for the first few rounds. And that's a good thing. It's a good quest. Uh, also really hard. No, I didn't think about it, but you, absolutely. Yeah, because if you don't kill the sleeper off the following turn, then, then you get another thing. Red Skull's going to drop another side scheme out. Right, because you haven't gotten rid of the sleeper awakened, so he's going to put a second side scheme out, and who knows what that one's going to do. So you you could get wow. behind quickly. I can and see, odds yeah. are, I... this is sticking around for another turn, right? Oh yeah, right. Who's going to deal twenty to it? Yeah, in a four player. I game. mean, I guess four people could. Yeah, I guess what Eas- are your easily enough, but you know. Yeah, I mean, a two player game, which is probably a little more common, ten health. And a toughness, so that's yeah. another attack you got to sneak in there. Uh, that's more than a swinging web kick. That's you know that's yeah. that's more than any uh, w- one single attack, even with our biggest card. Uh, you might be able to get it with a, re- a well-timed repulsor blast, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to take a couple hits, so you got to be prepared for it. Yeah, you could gamma slam them a bit. Yeah. Sure, if, you want, if you've been building up your Gamma Slam, you want to waste it on a minion, go ahead. Yeah. Red Skull is going to laugh. She Hulk and He Hulk could do it. I yes. Suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this might, the Sleeper Awaken might be the only side scheme that Hulk is going to be able to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> he can't wait to see this guy. Yeah. All right. Well, let me tell you how to find us, everybody. We're at, uh, in our secret lair, we're at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. You can find us, Critical Encounters, on Facebook. On Discord, the three of us are known as Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Tuke. If you like our show, tell your friends. 
If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Steve, take us out. The sleeper is mine instrument, and death is its symphony. Hail Hydra. Hydra.